0: You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast, presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula Helmet yet? Well, you should, because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes, as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion Technology, Conehead EPS, and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's Advanced Impact System introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula Helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula Helmet changed the game. Jeffrey Herlins, MXCP of Italy, 1-1 on the day, but... You've gone 1-1 one, one lows. I don't think that's the biggest story. I think the story is, everyone was fast today. Yep. There are a lot of guys who could have won, but you being you, you found a way to make it happen, go 1-1, one, one and put a load of points on the rest of the field again, and that's kind of why you're you, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's some
1: good words, mate. Thank you. Um, yeah, I knew I, like, Latvia, I knew if I messed up a start, I could still get to the podium positions, but here, if I'm not there within the top five, it's going to be very difficult. So I made it happen, two good starts, and Hopefully I can do it again on Wednesday and on Sunday. So it's difficult to pass. Uh, Obviously I have some more experience now on the track after running today and yesterday. So hopefully by Wednesday we'll be a bit better again. And I don't know if they see any changes. But for the championship we did good things. But still, you know, yeah, normally I would say there's a lot of racing going on. But we don't know. Like for sure on the planning there's still a lot of races. But um, in a corona year you don't really know what's going to happen. But if the calendar is going to go like it's supposed to be, then there's still like uh, a lot of races to go. But for today it was a good day
0: uh you saying about your starts reminded me they were a million times better today so did you just hammer those in the three-week break
1: well they couldn't be much worse than <laughs> what they were so uh yeah we did a lot of starts okay first motor i was a bit lucky um it took a long time before the gate to drop yeah. and then i i kind of went and then i braked, and then the gate dropped but then it was between monty sally and proud they were first or second and they <laughs> they kind of <laughs> opened the road for me so um i was a bit lucky in that one and second motor just took a good start
0: so it was good um yeah I think it was a funny little game of cat and mouse today because I feel like you and sewer were both going to get Prado eventually because he hasn't had much bike time he's kind of building back up but if sewer had gotten you before you got Prado that wouldn't have been good you needed to get Prado before sewer had a chance to try and get you so it was a real game of like cat and mouse
1: yeah but I I, you know I was waiting waiting but at one point I felt sewer coming really close I was like okay now it's time to go because I didn't have time to wait anymore but uh yeah, lucky I made it happen just in time, but then Prado faded a bit because then also Siwa came along and, and Caroli, so then it was back. Yeah, everybody just got one position up, but Prado went a few down. But Joaquin did a good job, you know. We, you know, when he's leading and he can be consistent, nobody in his way, he, he's very good and he's, he's one of the biggest talents we've ever seen. So uh, then you get, yeah, what you see today.
0: Yeah, because your plan was pass Prado and then hammer down. Because yeah. both motos, you passed him, and immediately the screens went green. Yeah. So obviously, you always had this in the back of your mind.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, but you were kept it honest <laughs> till the end. Um, yeah, he was. He was good, man. You, you can deny it. the guy has some heart, and he, he, um, he, has some speed as well. And he keeps going till the last lap. He's like a rottweiler. He's not the same guy
0: you raced in MX2. That's for sure.
1: No, he's a he's a different guy, but. I like racing. As long as we can keep it clean with everyone, end of the day, everybody wants to go home safe. So racing is good, belling is good, but as long as we can keep
0: it safe, that's the most important. Uh, you kind of alluded to it before, but it's gonna to be tough to pass around here. Like I just said to Jeremy, actually, I thought, felt like he could have run with you fine. He was doing that, but there was just nowhere he was gonna be able to pass you. Unless you made a mistake or a lap helped him. It's impossible to pass out there.
1: Yeah. So that's why you may need to make a good start. <laughs> but it's the same for everyone. It puts a lot of pressure on you uh, because the speed is so similar but uh we'll see we'll uh go out, do our best again on wednesday and if we go home with the same amount of points we had a good day
0: uh, do you actually like this track especially on a 450 i'd imagine it's quite tight in spots obviously it's proper old school
1: it's fun when you're leading uh, <laughs> and you're out of the rules but when you have a star crisis you have to work your way up to the front it's not a fun place to be at
0: uh, i've had a few people ask me random one why you did the onk last weekend because obviously it was a sand race yeah. this is a complete opposite yeah. i presumed and told everyone that you missed out on pre-season races before latvia so this was just another opportunity to get your count up uh, what was the reason for that
1: actually the reason is because i grew up 100 meters behind of that track
0: yeah i heard you live near that track so
1: i live like honestly like if i would wake up i would see the track kind of <laughs> so it made me what i am you know i started riding when i was like 5 years old like every wednesday and then the weekend and and now that the first dutch race i was like yeah it's nothing compared to Faenza because yeah. the bumps were like oh you see him you don't see him you see him you don't see him like that kind of yeah, big yeah. so um but either I was gonna go practice anyway and to ride on the weekend on a hard track, either the Northern France or Belgium or Holland is super busy. Yeah. So I was like then I better do a race and there's some flag marshals, I have a start and um, yeah and it was it was fun because I love tracks like that where they get super like a GP tracks, they never get that rough because I have so many fast riders and then you get completely different lines. But so like for amateur guys, they're like more slow and before every jump they gas it and they break and <laughs> it gets super super gnarly and rough and I just had like a great time so I enjoyed doing it and um, yeah
0: that was why uh, two more quick questions obviously we know you were struggling a little bit in Latvia just because of the concussion uh, things like that three weeks on now how much better are you and would you say you're now 100% or getting there like is there a massive difference um,
1: I think what ruined my chances and Latvia was the stars like always had to come from mid-back or from last or star crash but the good thing is I was always consistent see I kept coming back to third or to fourth or even a win but um, until now, I have such a big point lead because the competition is so strong and I've always been consistent until yeah. now. And it, it makes me more calm because now I know I can mess up a motor, like be 5th or 10th yeah. or whatever and still be having a comfortable points lead. So, um, you know, I don't want to make the same mistake as I did at 14 or 15, like keep trying to win, keep being, trying to be dominant. And then even when you're not in the right position and then maybe go down and get an injury yeah. because now if you get injured, you're done. So, I mean, depending on the injury, of course, but um, for a big injury, you, you can, the championship hopes are, are done, even with a collarbone break. If you have three races in a week, you, you're done. Yeah. So uh, try to be more smart. Uh, until now, it, it worked. People were like, hey, this is not the Jeffrey Herlings like we used to see him. But if you look at the sheet today, I'm 60 points leading. Well, yeah,
0: in some ways, this is a better Jeffrey Herlings.
1: <laughs> for now, yes. But like before, it was always difficult for me to lose. But now I accept losing and i just want to go like tony did in the past like dungy even on a bad day if i finish fifth i'll take the fifth or sixth or seven and go home safe and try to work again the next weekend or the next wednesday or whatever it might be now so uh yeah
0: uh last thing i could go into that big time but we'll try and stay away from that because we'll be here forever yeah. <laughs> last thing uh, we're back here on wednesday anything that you're going to change with either you or bike setup have you got anything in mind that you're like okay i need to fix that or are you pretty happy with where you're at
1: i'm happy where i am uh, I was struggling with the arm pump throughout the last few races. Uh, today was better. We changed something on the, on the suspension setup, which is an improvement, I think, to me. Um, and yeah, we're just gonna run it How we finish today.
0: Yeah, Jeremy Seward, MXGP of Italy. Another amazing day. Your speed from Latvia clearly wasn't a fluke, yeah. but the win was so close. So are we frustrated or are we disappointed? One or the other, what one?
2: Both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, both a bit you know uh, again that's the third time I, beca- I be- came, became that close to a moto win two times out of the three times it was about the GP win I was like in Latvia you know and this time I saw the number 84 riding in front of me the whole moto like basically the GP win you know okay I didn't think about this from the beginning but I knew I just had to beat him but I tried my best, I I followed him, I I felt faster on some spots, he had a bit advantage on others. I tried to adapt, catch up there again. I I was hoping with Jorge he would lose a bit more time, but he was suddenly through. And then uh, luckily I went quick as well to keep following him, but it just wasn't enough. And he didn't do any kind of mistake, not once. He lost the feed once actually after uh, waved Yellow, where I also, I tried to get him. Was waved yellow where no crashed, yeah. nothing too dangerous, we passed, so I thought that was my moment to surprise him. I tried, but I pushed a bit too hard and made a mistake. And at the same moment, 10 meters after, he made a mistake. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was a big chance gone, you know, so. What can I say? I'm happy to have one of my best performances in MXGP in, on one way and I'm still like, like you said, disappointed, frustrated to to not win again you know but that's that's racing uh, yeah
0: like you said uh second moto i felt like the most important thing was it was all the while all the while prado was leading it was fine but if jeffrey got him then you were screwed so you either had to get jeffrey before he got prado or follow him straight through like you did that was basically the whole race
2: exactly that's what i first i planned to i hoped jorge would hold him up the way that i can take advantage of it. it this didn't really happen but uh, I luckily could get through quick, but it was also Jorge, he kept the pace well for many, many laps, and then all of a sudden, in one lap, he just lost it. beside coming, and he was two seconds slower, and we kept pushing the pace, you know. But uh, yeah, that was the key to keep following Jeffrey, so I managed this, but it still wasn't enough, you know.
0: I was even frustrated for you, because watching both motos, it was like, okay, you're clearly fast enough to win, but... And staying with Jeffrey isn't a problem at all. But even if you stay with him, I was just like, I don't know where the hell he's going to pass him. I felt like you even needed help uh, with a mistake or help from a lapper screwing him up. Because I don't know where you can pass up there straight up, especially with a guy like Jeffrey. Exactly. You know, I could pass Tony.
2: I got him yeah. straight away. So I was four at the start. Got Tony corner three or something just by pushing. Bam, got him. Uh... I got Rome, I get Clomo, I got many guys today, but Jeffrey, you know, he <coughs> he knows where to push, he has good lines, He he's not for nothing a 90 times GP winner, you know, uh, so he was riding good, and like I said, he did one mistake, but it wasn't enough to, for me to get him, you know, uh, that's, that's basically the point. And hey,
0: credit where it's due, everyone's going to talk <coughs> about your second moto, I bet every person who's spoken to you today has talked about moto too, maybe... Moto1 was better because you came from a ways back to fight for the win and people are going to overlook that but you went through fast guys caught the fast guys like I think maybe that was even the better ride
2: honestly yes thanks honestly yes I mean uh, I was around 10th 12th position after the start first Moto and I thought I'm screwed but <coughs> I felt straight I've, I found the flow and I passed many I just struggled with Clemo a bit he's always <laughs> It's good to raise him, but it's always tough
0: to get him. He's
2: smart as well. He well,
0: knows. well, last in Latvia, I spoke to Jeffrey about this, and he said that Clermont and you are the hardest people to get around. So you moan about Clermont, he puts you in the same category. But this I'm happy to hear. <laughs> but I think
2: Clemont he doesn't do it dangerous in purpose, but he shows you I'm the boss. Yeah. You know, He wants to make you feel like I'm the king. You don't pass me. And this is the hard thing about Clemont. Okay, Jeffrey, when he tries to pass me, I'm just I'm just defensive, but I, I never would do something really stupid or I don't show him, hey, I'm the king, you go off the track. I just tried to battle him, you know. But yeah, I'm happy to hear that he mentioned this <laughs> in the interview. But yeah, I lost a bit of time on Glemo actually, but once I got him, I could catch the leading group. And okay, I got a bit lucky with uh, the mistake of Jorge in the last lap. But I mean, I got Tony really nice. I I said that this pass up, uh, up the hill, I cut him off. And that was a super nice pass. And yeah, I think the first model was harder to achieve finishing second than the second model, you know.
0: And uh, last thing, obviously we're back here Wednesday, same track, same everything. So a unique situation where you line up knowing you've got it all with you, what you need to win. Does that make you more relaxed? Because you're sat on the line going, okay, even if I start 10th, I'll be in this or more stressed because you're like oh god this is an opportunity
2: honestly that's uh what i try not to do (coughs) to be more stressed because this is also coming into this race you don't know really where you're at because that's been a while we race hard packs since Matterly, basically so (coughs) you are (coughs) not expecting to win straight away because first you need to see how it goes blah 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 but now i know i can win so you could put more pressure because now you want to go to wednesday and say yeah i'm gonna beat everybody but i'm gonna stay relaxed i'm gonna just focus on my job focus on doing well because i know the guys who struggle today they have not time yeah. to change they have time to set up their bike a bit different work on some things so they will catch up a bit which is just normal so the guys like us which did well already it's harder to improve a bit more even so it's gonna be A new race, tough anyway, starting from zero. New time practice. Track can be slightly different. Depends the weather, so I'm not, you know, I'm trying not to put too much pressure now.
0: Uh, One more thing, actually, because you're a smart guy to ask this to. So when we switched to the one-day thing, every rider told me the Saturday is more tiring than anyone would think. That's actually the tiring day. Uh, Since we started racing again, MXGP's been amazing. Everyone's been close. It's been incredible. (coughs) Do you think that more guys are able to run your speed Jeffrey's speed tim speed because they're coming in fresh there's no saturday there's no qualifying race they can come into the first event of a triple header lay it all on the line ride a wide bike give it their all get tired who cares and then it's wednesday and then next sunday where you guys shine because you actually can do this consistently
2: that's exactly the point because that's uh, On a full TGP weekend, Saturday is tiring. I mean, it starts Friday, Saturday, your body, you know, you get, the the energy goes out, even though it's just a quality race, you you still got to focus, you know, so it is tiring and that's for sure one of the reasons the races are just that cool to watch, because we push for 35 minutes. We have the energy to push fully 35 minutes. (laughs) We did similar last year, but just the pace, I think everybody can agree, is just, a bit higher because that's for sure because of the one day schedule and the other thing i don't know why we are now on the same pace as tim and jeffrey you know it can be the same reason but it can also have to do i mean we are living in a strange time corona you know i think the human body is affected by this kind of thing so training schedules are different preparations are different uh, People are more lonely, let's say, you. you that social life is a bit gone, so maybe this, all these reasons together make us more even, or I don't know, you know, yeah. it's just hard to answer, but for sure it has to do with, with something, you know.
0: Antonio Crowley, MXGP of Italy. Uh, third overall on the day, but a really positive day, I think, because you, Jeffrey, Jeremy, Jorge, Roman, any one of you could have won. Uh, so the speed was there, that's good moving forward. I feel like everything's kind of in place and kind of where you want it. All positive, I think.
3: Yeah, all positive. Uh, I, I'm happy overall, of course, but uh, first moto, some little mistakes I need to correct because uh, otherwise I make myself uh, very difficult all the time. Also, that first uh, moto, the start was not the best. Uh, then uh, I went a little bit wide in the corner again and uh, Monticelli also get a little bit deeper on the braking and then we get together. Otherwise, I was three or and then I end up eight or something uh, so I, after with the track like this it's very difficult to, to pass and uh, if you have to pass somebody you need to spend a lot of energy uh, because the track is very most, mostly one line and uh, and sketchy also because of hard pack but uh, I'm happy like I said first model went went good uh, third was good and uh, second mode again I had a very good start almost uh, yeah all was in front but I was second. And then on the first uh, corner, again, another mistake. I hit one uh, ripped part of the track. Uh, and I went a little bit, again, long on the on the braking. And I hit the bank again. So I was, from second, I, I was back to five. Then on the first lap, I get in touch with the Zal. And, uh, yeah, I lost another two position, which is very difficult to make. Like I said before, make it up and pass the guys, because the speed is almost the same for everybody. So I spent, like, Lost some time again, and uh, yeah, from seven I get back to to three, uh, which was was good, of course. But I need to stay more more in front of the, the first laps. Uh, try to don't drop, uh, stay, try to stay with the guys in front uh, as, as much as possible. Because then in the end maybe I can pro- try to, to make some passes. But if I come from the back always, I feel tired, uh, and in the end I don't have much energy to to make this uh, this gap closer again so but overall i'm really happy about, uh, about the podium of course.
0: Uh, maybe you don't even know the answer to this but all day long moto one and moto two sector one was kind of your spot yeah. uh, you went purple there a lot and then even in the second moto do you know anything you were doing differently there or better than the other guys
3: i don't know because this morning on the time practice i was my worst sector like always like in Latvia the same and then in the race uh, somehow I felt uh, I felt better on this sector and uh, I really like uh, I really like you know to attack this part of the track so like small things that we need to work uh, on and uh, try to 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 don't make small mistakes like this and uh, try to stay more consistent uh, especially the
0: first beginning of the race I guess if there's one positive to take from the fact that you are pushing forward in every moto is that You got to see what the other guys were doing and see if maybe there is a spot to pass out here. I'm not even sure if there's one, but at least you got to see everything and kind of learn what the other guys are doing and what their tendencies are.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. When you ride, uh, when you stay in front in the beginning, uh, it's always uh, very important. And you see the lines of of the guys. You can maybe see where you can be a little bit faster and maybe try to attack when you have the possibility. But if you come from the back, also, and I mean from the back, you come from eight, nine places. You need to always uh, invent new lines, and you never know which, because for passing you need to invent stuff, and you never know which line is the best for for make a pass of, of a guy who is the same speed as you. So it's uh, it's it's kind of difficult. But yeah, if you stay with them from the beginning uh, of the model, I think uh, yeah, you can find at least for sure some places to pass.
0: Uh, obviously, we're back here on Wednesday. It should be similar conditions. Maybe rain will make it a little bit softer. But are you going to change much before then with bike setup and stuff like that?
3: Uh, no, I think uh, it's really most most of the bike. Uh, it's a, it's okay. I, I really like uh, the setup and uh, I enjoy the riding. Uh, also, I need to a little bit uh, myself, you know, to to to, to, to adjust this uh, this mistakes that I do. And uh, of course, the bike can improve. But oh, it's not the moment to test something new. It's just the time. Uh, to get along with the track and uh, try to try to be more consistent as possible.
0: I know second in the championship now. Obviously, sixty-point gap to Jeffrey. But yeah. after your start of the season, which there were a few issues, yeah, quite nice to get into second, and now you can just focus forward.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really happy. I'm really proud uh, how how we we made the with this uh, with this break. Uh, how we the re- good recuperation with the shoulder went. Because now I'm 100% uh, fit on the top, uh, and uh, which in the beginning of the season I was still uh, 50% uh, riding uh, conservative and everything. And now I can I see that I can attack the track, make passes and this and that. So this is already a big step forward. And uh, now it's a matter of uh, stay healthy, don't uh, make you know uh, crashes or stuff or. Or try to not hit the knee again, which is not really bothering me. But uh, I have to be always very carefully, uh, and uh, I don't want to have uh, another uh, another uh, twist. So uh, I, I mean, it's really important, like I said, to be consistent and to be always there with the podium. And uh, you never know what can happen. Uh, the season uh, seems to to go on uh, <laughs> at least uh, for another couple of uh, rounds, of course. So you know, we try to be prepared for everything that comes.
0: Well, this was going to be my last question, but shoulder and knee are pretty good now? Like, nothing to even really complain about?
3: No, actually, the shoulder is... Uh, I'm really happy. Like, no problems at all. I really enjoy riding again with my arm and everything. My knee is still com- is a little bit bothering. Uh, for, I mean, the one I twist uh, in the beginning of the season, uh, it's, uh, it's a little bit better than the other one. The other one, uh, which I n- normally I don't have problems, but uh, it seems to have some uh, cartilage damage uh, because after... Latvia, I went to Belgium to make uh, a scan and there is a, 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 this bi- quite big problem of cartilage which it uh, makes always fluid in the knee and uh, I need to wear a, a brace uh, particular to try to bend my knee on a, on a different way oh, okay. during the week and uh, also some other uh, things I need to do but I mean this is, uh, this is the most problem at the moment which is not really stability problem it's more a pain problem
0: yeah is this a thing then at the end of the year you're going to have to have surgery on your knee or is it just going to be something that gets better uh, with time
3: I'm trying to do some therapy with some uh, PRP which is uh, something new for remake the cartilage of your knee but normally it works good with the younger people I mean now it's uh, we're trying we're trying everything uh, it's not really the the, mo- the case to do a surgery yet but uh, we will see, because if I keep riding like this, I cannot run anymore, so this, was, <laughs> this is a big problem for me, because I do most, most of my cardio training I was doing with running, yep. and now I need to cycle, and uh, do other stuff, which I'm not used to with, so uh, I'm still learning how to get this fitness that I had before with running, also, which, which was a big part of my training.
0: Jorge oh, hey Prado, MXGP of Italy, great day, your best day in MXGP by far, led most of both motos. I don't even know how many laps in total you led. A lot of time. Your speed's clearly there. Everything's clearly where it needs to be. You just need more bike time, more bike fitness, and then you'll be able to carry that speed the entire motos. And there you go. Everything will be perfect. I guess that sums it up.
4: Yeah, I think lately I made a I made a good step, as I you know speed wise I'm I'm feeling quite good. Then uh, also with the bike um, after Latvia I could put like two solid weeks of of riding and and everything starts you know to click again <laughs> a little bit and and uh, well today was a good day good day for me i'm i'm feeling good it just um in the first moto you know okay i was leading jeffrey passed me and then i was really like second clearly second on the last lap and just wanted to rat the rat felt it just in front of me so i it hit my my front my front wheel and uh, yeah i crashed so it was a pity you know because that was like three corners before the end and I was clearly second so so it was a bit uh, like that but I mean riding was good like I said led 25 minutes did the same in second moto but I think riding was even better second moto yeah. just uh, a bit confused the last five minutes um, well I think uh, it's good that uh, for sure I, I was the rider who led the most laps <laughs> today but didn't <laughs> win so uh, we work on that I mean if I know I can be at least in both motors for 25 minutes first just need to work on those last last 5 minutes, second moto was a little bit like, I, I lost the focus yep. so that ah it was, yeah, not so good uh, because there were so many riders behind me that once you lose a little bit of focus, they all pass yeah. so uh, we can work on that for um, Wednesday physically I feel quite alright like I said, bike wise feeling good yep. so we will see
0: Uh, first moto at the beginning of a race you were really pushing hard well maybe you weren't even pushing but your lap times were clearly better than everyone else i think maybe seven laps in a row you were the fastest rider on track second moto your times were more similar to everyone else at the beginning but then halfway through you suddenly dropped your times and started again being fastest rider on track was that a change of strategy did you kind of i don't know going into the second moto did you think maybe if i back it down more at the beginning i'll have more at the end
4: well, uh, first model, like you said, yeah, I was putting quite some gap in the beginning. I, I think it's just, I mean, I was not pushing more in one or the other. It just came naturally. Yeah. Second model, yeah, just the last five minutes, it, I really, like, messed it up. <laughs> so, yeah, I just need, need more racing and being, uh, c- continue being like this up front because it's uh, the best position you can be. No, ru- no roofs, no stones, so it 's good and hopefully <laughs> hopefully on wednesday we can we can improve because I think we we still have some some places where we can yeah. we can get better and um, i mean i 'm quite satisfied, not one hundred percent, but <laughs> almost
0: if there 's one thing that you want to improve on on Wednesday or something you want to change, uh, what would it be
4: uh, um, just I think in the last once uh it comes to in 25 and they are close just keep going i mean yeah. not do any cuz i was thinking sometimes that i had to close the door and if and that made it even worse so okay. just keep going just keep going keep going um they are not faster than me i mean i yeah. saw that <laughs> i mean they are not faster than me they are just you know they just could get better than me they were better than me so um uh, i don't know we we will stay on two wheels that's very important Put a lot of, you know, keep putting uh, time on my bike, and then uh, and then we'll be all right. I'm happy uh, that I'm racing and I'm enjoying it actually.
0: So the end of both motos, rather than that being uh, bike fitness that you lost through both injuries, do you think maybe it was just more you overthinking about? I'm leading my first MXGP race. There are a lot of very fast riders behind me. Do you think maybe it was more your head just kind of getting a bit too carried away with the situation?
4: I mean, like first moto, I got a deep in a minute 23 more or less like that, and then. That made that Jeffrey came close to me. So once they are close, you know, these guys, they they give more than 100% to make the pass. And uh, Jeffrey did that. Then I was behind him and I really, like, I was really on his wheel the last two laps. So I I was feeling good physically. Cycle Moto, like I said, just I messed it up mentally. That I was like, I lost the focus. And that's why I started making little mistakes. But that comes also because I was a bit tired. But... (laughs) But okay, um, today it's also a, uh, a training for me. So Wednesday we will be better. We hopefully will be better.
0: Look, let's end the interview on a positive note. Today was amazing. It was your best <laughs> MXGP day by far. Your speed was amazing. It's all good. I think it's all good. Thank you have you. to agree. <laughs> it's all good.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, one thing I'm impressed is that you know normally everybody says yeah, but Jorge it's good in the sand. I mean today it's hardpack, hard like, hard, like <laughs> hell in some places. So. Uh, and I'm like I'm feeling good. Like riding wise, good, um, smooth. I didn't have to risk. So to be up there, so that's very positive yep. as well. And then I yeah I say I just already said like a hundred times in the interview. <laughs> I, I'm feeling good. Like it's it's all right. We just need to improve day by day, race by race, and then uh, hopefully we can get one day. We can stay on top of the box. That will be amazing if we can make it here in Faenza. But, um, yeah, good models. Not much to say about today, actually. Good, good day.
0: Cheven's MXGP of Italy. Obviously, you're still on the comeback trail a little bit. We can't forget about the shoulder surgery that you had. We can't forget about that. Uh, (laughs) uh, Latvia was obviously a bit rough, but the progress from there to here, which, what, three weeks? Seems night and day. Like, there was huge progress today. You seem like old Mitch. And all in all, I feel like today was just a massive step forward.
5: Yeah, well, um, I think Latvia probably wasn't as good as what I was expecting with a couple of first turn crashes. So, is what it is. And I honestly like with the riding that I did beforehand, I did a lot of sand, and that was probably a mistake because Latvia is a little bit hard pack, yeah. and you ride a little bit more tense. Whereas in the sand, you kind of hang off the back of it, and you're not really like your upper body's not really tense the whole time. So when I got to Latvia, I really realised that that I had made a mistake. But yeah, so when we come back and just been in Italy, riding the hard pack tracks and just really focusing on getting my upper body strength back to where it was. And yeah, um, after one week, really, I could notice a difference already. So I was yeah a lot more um, a lot more confident in the lead up that I had to this race so my starts were better today um just because of that as well so but yeah very happy with how today went kept improving every time that I was out on the track and that's been the goal since day one uh
0: we don't talk about Latvia too much but you say you rode too much sand leading up to Latvia you didn't even really ride at all though did you I thought you only had like four times on the bike
5: yeah that's yeah I had four times on the bike and I did one race at Bud um racing track the French Championship and yeah um I had I think, 12 hours on the bike before... Um, like, I did a little bit on a standard bike back home in Australia, but honestly, that was just to m- make sure that my shoulder was going to be okay to ride so I could get the all-clear from the doctor before I made the trip over here. And, yeah, um, so, yeah, didn't really have much time, but I'm feeling a lot more prepared now. Do
0: you feel like part of the progress is just a fact, the simple fact that hard pack is easier on your body than a track like Kegums, Like that's got to have something to do with it surely
5: yeah absolutely but i think like even today like the track's still hard on you because you have those tight turns and you gotta really pull yourself over the front to keep the front down going up the hills and whatnot so and i mean the the pace today was next level yeah. so but i think like with a track like latvia it, that's a track where you have to take little risks everywhere on the track and if if you don't have the strength anymore then you can't take those risks or you can but if something goes wrong you're on the ground and i didn't you know i didn't want to be on the ground again i just wanted to keep progressing and if that meant 20th then that meant 20th and be better next motor
0: if we put numbers on it where do you reckon you were at in latvia like percentage wise and where do you reckon you're at now like obviously out of 100 percent?
5: well going into latvia i thought i was probably 80 percent really I- yeah like you rode four I, times yeah, but that's what I mean like I I've always been the type of person to have a lot of time off the bike and and get back on it and still f- feel like I hadn't missed the day but in saying that the longest time I've ever had off the bike before that in my whole life was two months and I had four, almost five months yeah. off the bike so that was a, a big shock and I kind of underestimated that a little bit but yeah probably now it's uh Uh, 90% I think Um, my fitness off the bike is actually the best it's ever been Um, because obviously when you have a broken shoulder you can just go cycling every day so that's what I did and I actually um, hired a trainer while I was back in Oz and yeah my fitness off the bike is um, the best it's ever been I just need to keep improving on my upper body strength I can still tell that my right shoulder is way weaker than my left
0: is are these triple header things helping you because it's just a lot of bike time and ride time so you're progressing quicker or is it hard on you because there's not as much recovery time and you need
5: that no i think it's the best thing because um and being the one day event you know i wake up the next day after the race and my shoulder's a little bit sore so it gives me just that little bit of time to recover and then the race racing is better than practicing so um to do three races in the space of a week is the best thing for me at the moment
0: uh the floor is yours talk about your shoulder surgery you had a few but you had a full shoulder reconstruction as we all know obviously uh obviously you only dislocated your shoulder in vulcan so what went into the decision to have that massive operation and all the time off the bike and everything
5: yeah so original plan was before COVID hit was to just um, get some scans done like two weeks after the incident in belgium yeah. But then COVID hit, and um, we decided to go back to Australia. And I went and seen the doctor, and he said, "Look, you can either get the surgery done now, or you can wait to the end of the season." I said, "We're not racing," so we made the call with the team that, um, you know, maybe at that point we didn't think we were going to be racing until September. So that would have been perfect time because um, when I when yeah, but when I got the surgery, obviously when I went home to Australia, I had to wait two weeks yeah. because. the Covid and blah blah blah, so that put the surgery a little bit further back. But when I got the surgery done, the doctor told me six months I won't be riding for. So that was end of September, and after yeah, I did everything that I could um, in the first couple of months to to get it back to where it was. And after the three month mark, he said, "Oh, it looks pretty good. You can try to start riding a little bit." And he said just. Until the end of September, just be careful on it still. so
0: You're going to hate me for asking this question. I'm not looking for big details. You're on a one-year deal. Is there pressure? Or are we feeling quite comfortable with our future? Don't want any big details. Just be as vague as you like.
5: Well, mate, I don't know. I spent four or five months back in australia um during covid and i absolutely loved it so i'm thinking maybe yeah we go back to oz but
0: i feel the australian championship seems quite fucked at the moment oh, because they're... obviously me being up on australia they've lost their promoter impressive eh? i know that <laughs> they've lost their promoter <laughs> i'm just blowing your mind i don't feel like that's a good career move for you
5: Wait, who said i was going back there to race He's dirt just...
0: Uh, this interview's over. I can't... I'm not doing this. This isn't what... I'm not spending my time <laughs> hey, here doing this.
5: Hey, ask a silly question, get a silly answer.
0: Huh? Uh, Jed Beaton, MXGP of Italy. Latvia was eventful for you. I don't want to say a bit of a disaster, but it was eventful for you. Uh, so to come here and have a consistent A66, six, six, I think, that's kind of a nice way to get, back, uh, get things back on track, I guess?
6: Yeah, I guess so. Obviously, uh, Latvia was a disaster. Um, everything... <laughs> Didn't really go to plan at all there. Um, lost two positions in the championship, didn't ride so good, a uh, little bit like that. But the last few weeks we had some some pretty good training days and uh, it was nice to just ride some hard pack again. When we first seen the calendar, there was like all sand tracks, you know, so we uh, we literally only rode sand for like five months. And then, yeah kind of forgot how to ride hard pack first few days and then uh, got back into it um it was quite good um and then yeah obviously here 6'6 six, six, i think fifth overall so um gained a spot back in the championship um obviously like the results weren't that good but i felt like my riding was okay the track made it quite difficult to pass but um yeah, you just got to make it happen. And in the second mode, I didn't make it happen. Um, obviously went down in the first one. And then come from dead last to six. And then in the second one, finished six again. So a bit of a poor effort in the second one from my end. But um, yeah, anyway, it is what it is. And we can build off this for Wednesday.
0: So you crashed on the first lap of the second, for the first one. Because I was going to say, you were around people who you shouldn't have really been around.
6: Yeah, yeah well, I actually had quite a decent start and then um he went down in front of me
0: oh yeah actually that first MX2 it was just carnage wasn't it the first lap
6: well yeah I was I went down with him first turn um yeah I come around first lap and there's just yellows everywhere people on the ground everywhere um and then I come in and I was speaking to Thomas and he said that there was just he wished he had a GoPro on in the first, <laughs> first lap because he 's seen a fair bit of shit happening, so...
0: Honestly, well, you haven't got any service where we are right now, but have a look at Moosdyke's first lap thing. He basically went for a wrecking ball, like, three people. Like, left, right, <laughs> literally just cleaned out about half the field.
6: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, he was actually one of the people that i seen down on the floor on the first lap, like, as I was coming through, so... Um, yeah, it was quite a few people. Also, Watson, i seen him on the ground, and, yeah, obviously, um... Actually, I don't know if that was the first lap, but it was the first couple of laps anyway. Um,
0: well, a lot of them crashed twice. Moose Dyke crashed twice, Watson crashed uh, twice. Just yeah. race support for you there.
6: Yeah, thanks. thanks. Uh, haven't really watched it. Like I said, I've got no service here, so a bit sheltered in, but I'll get there.
0: Um, You'll get the results from today, next Wednesday. Yeah,
6: I'll see, I'll see what's happening in between.
0: Pigeon will deliver them at some point.
6: <laughs> yeah, something like that. Nah. It, but... Yeah, I felt like the first race was, like, a lot better than the second one. Obviously, like, when you go down first turn, you just think, like, oh, I'm going to salvage what I can. And, obviously, you just ride a lot more aggressive, also aggressive and smooth at the same time because you want to make up as much time as you can. So the main focus is just, like, you catching up as hard as you can. And then second one, yeah, I got a better start went with the first few guys for the first couple of laps, but then, like, we all got our places, yeah. it settled a little bit. And then when when you get into that rhythm, Sin- it's kind of hard to find a place to pass because everyone's going so fast in that line, so and you kind of wait for a mistake or, or something like that, but it didn't happen, and, yeah, I didn't make the pass happen, and, yeah, that's obviously my fault, and hopefully... Um, Hopefully it's better on Wednesday.
0: So this interview needs to change completely because I didn't realise any of that in the first moto happened. So what a ride coming from dead last to sixth because every single rider I've spoken to this evening said that they don't know where to pass out there. So actually, that first moto could do wonders for you coming up because you know all the spots.
6: (laughs) Yeah, well, obviously... I'm one of those guys complaining about nowhere to pass for the second moto yeah, True, it. it didn't help you that, did it, Chip? <laughs> <laughs> <But> Delete uh, <laughs> but, the, um, but the first moto, yeah, I found some places to pass and I think as the day goes on, people change lines a little bit more and yeah. stuff like that, especially, well for me, this is a new track so um, I think for a lot of people it is Oh yeah, been, it hasn't
0: been on here since 2012 yeah, But history yeah. for you there, race report, oh. history, all sorts oh.
6: You've got everything. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I've just actually spoken to uh, Mitch Evans, and I had him on the floor with shock because I told him about how the Australian Championship lost their promoter, and he could not believe that I knew that. Fountain of knowledge.
6: Mate, you're all over it. Do you it. want to interview me? <laughs> you're over it like white on rice. <laughs> um,
0: I don't remember where you were at, but just continue talking about your race or something.
6: Yeah, I think... Um, <laughs> Talk I about think, something. Yeah. Well, back to the first one. Like I said, it's... It's uh yeah, a shame that I was was down, but obviously like rode better in the first one and then the second one, yeah, sucked a little bit because I didn't make it happen and then yeah. It's all it's all she wrote for today, really. Um I just gotta uh focus kind of yeah, just on myself and ride the way I know how to, you know, like at the practice track I feel like a lot more comfortable. You come to the races and there's I don't know, a lot more factors, so I think if I if I can ride like myself, then I I should be up there where where I think I should be, so, um, yeah, like I said, Wednesday is another
0: chance to try and be up there. Uh, like you said, back to fourth in the championship, do you care about that at this point? Obviously it's good, but are you kind of like, yeah, whatever, as long as I'm there or thereabouts, I'm happy?
6: Yeah, I'm kind of like that at the moment, but... At one point, it's always in the back of your head, like where you're sitting, like kind of you. You like to know where you are a little bit, Um, even from like the first second round. You're like, oh yeah, that's where I am. Like, try and work a little bit with like staying in front of the guys that are behind, stuff like that. But yeah, obviously um, crashing on the first lap of the first moto, every single race in Latvia and today, um, not really into it. So I should stop doing that. And I think if I do stop doing that the results can be better.
0: Uh, two quick updates. You chipped your tooth pretty bad in Latvia. What's the tooth looking like?
6: Yeah. Got it fixed up. Took me a little bit. I was thinking about running it though because I've got the mullet happening at the moment. Just so, Caveman. Yeah. Just... so it fits in quite well, but no. Nah. Mrs. wouldn't have it. Sent me to the <laughs> sent me to the dentist, got it fixed up,
0: golden again. And uh to all the people listening to this, all the great people at home, a lot of Australian fans, a lot of Australian people listening to this, just inform everyone how far I've walked today to interview just you.
6: Sure. Well, I did warn him before he did the uh, interview. He was at the team truck and I, he said, oh, where I Parked, I'll, I'll stroll down and uh, do an interview. I said, oh, you'll be walking a good five minutes before you get to me, but I'll sit down there. Five? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> but yeah, I said, oh, you'll eventually get to me. I'm at the very end. Can't miss me, but he made it, and I think he'll, he'll be also having a recovery day tomorrow to throw the legs up and get the blood flowing again, but good on him for
0: coming down. Uh, okay, this interview's had a lot of everything, but one last serious question that I've just thought of. I've been meaning to ask everyone this. We are, I don't want to say the arse end of nowhere, but we are quite nowhere. Uh, staying at the track for a week, what are you going to do tomorrow?
6: Um, like literally um,
0: just hang out.
6: Yeah, obviously we, we have like a little bit recovery to do and stuff like that. Um, I've got my girlfriend here, so we can just chill out. Uh, she cooks, loves cooking up food, so I'll be probably eating all day long. Um, other than that, just, yeah, hanging out with the team a little bit, seeing what it's about, see what Thomas is doing. Um, really just killing a bit of time, you know, it's, it is in one way a long time to, uh to stay at the track but having a camper has helped a lot it's just a place where you can hang out and and relax a lot you know um but yeah other than that do a little bit of training and to be honest the wednesday it feels like it's quite a lot quite a while away but it comes around fast because obviously i think it's tomorrow we ha- everyone has off and then the one two fives are back out and stuff so it gives you something to do so um
0: yeah. are you bored or do you want me to ask you one more question no, I, I just, lots big of big things are mind. just coming big at me. I'm, I'm just thinking of all the questions I've asked other people. And you're not doing much, and I've walked all this way, so I might as well make it yeah. worth my while. Um, MX2 class is quite crazy. Like I say, that first motor you are around a lot of people you shouldn't really have been around. Uh, a lot of yellow flags going out, might need a few cautionary <laughs> measures. Uh, we don't have Saturday. A lot of riders have told me that Saturday is more tiring than anyone would think. Do you think not having a Saturday at these first Sunday events... This is a long question, to keep up. <laughs> at the, not having Saturday at these first Sunday events makes it easier for those guys who aren't quite at your level to hang it all out and ride right on the end, edge, uh, maybe crash or maybe stick with you. Do you think that not being tired from Saturday and just coming in completely fresh helps those guys kind of ride balls to the wall? Long yes. question.
6: Yes and no, because I think with the two day event obviously you get a lot more track time you learn the whole track on the saturday sunday the races you know what to expect obviously now we have the one day so you get 20 minutes warm up 25 minutes qualifying but at the same time you're not really worried about learning the track so much you're worried about going fast or like you go out for the first 10 or 15 and you want to have a good feeling on the track and obviously if you don't it's hard to go fast and then you make a lot of mistakes, get some arm pump, and then it kind of throws your day a little bit around because you, I don't know, don't feel as good as what you expect. But um, in one way, it can be it can be good for those guys, I guess.
0: Um, I just feel like that might be why we've got more balls to the wall all the way through the field.
6: Yeah, yeah, kind of. I I agree. Um, but to be honest, when like like in Latvia when I crashed the first motos, like every race too. I don't really expect to... Um, depressing. Yeah, very depressing. But I, you don't really expect to be like... I don't know, when when you pass someone, you don't expect to be passed back. And then like, yeah, in the first one, I got nailed by someone in about 20th. And I was like, yeah, where did that come from? You know, like you just pass and then just get nailed. And I think it's a little bit like that. Um, those guys are obviously fighting for the best yeah. positions they can also and... They probably don't like seeing a factory guy. Like, well, they probably
0: see you the and they're like, well, who the fuck is this guy?
6: Yeah, who's he? <laughs> he is.
0: Comes see around here yeah. with his <laughs> factory bike. <laughs>
6: see you later. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I think it's a little bit like that. It's a bit crazy when you are back there. So obviously the start helps a lot. You know, if you are up the front, then you can go with the guys and then you have the gap and stuff like that. But obviously if you get a really bad start and you're with those guys, you've got to be a little bit cautious the first couple of laps to um, to make sure you don't get taken out or even some fast guys do some crazy things on the first couple of laps that you don't really expect, you know. Yeah, Like um, Moose
0: Dyke bouncing off of four riders. <laughs>
6: yeah, I didn't see that, but I'm keen to watch that. I don't mind a good rub, rubbing, uh, his racing. Oh, back no, back. it wasn't Robin's
0: racing. It was bombing. just wrecking ball. Oh, no. Like, I don't know where I'm going. Oh, I've hit you. Oh, I've hit you.
6: <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't mind that too. Sometimes that's a good laugh, but yeah got to do what you
0: got to do to get to the front don't you (laughs) Thomas Olsen MXGP of Italy you're back first of all I feel like most people actually forget you missed the last lap here only three weeks on only four weeks on from the broken shoulder blade seems like you're a lot better especially from what you've said but also today I don't know it just didn't feel like you were ever in a position to do well every time I noticed you you were coming from the back like there was no top five start today not even close
7: no like first moto I think like just like after the broken shoulder blade and how Latvia went and everything, I just needed to, just needed to go get out there and ride, and that's why I came here. Like uh, my shoulder is feeling good again, and obviously I needed more time to prepare and get my confidence up. But I was like, I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna get some seat time, race, racing with these guys, and just throw myself into it a little bit again. Like um, I didn't expect too much from myself, but I was kind of happy with that first moto, even coming from the back a little yeah. bit. Um, just like I felt like every lap I rode, it got a little bit better, a little bit better, and got more and more comf- uh, comfortable. So like, wanted a better s- start in the second moto. Th- it was like at least top ten starts, so it's improvements. Yeah. But yeah, like the first couple of guys were on it, I think, and I was just like a little bit off, I would say. But that second motor was again improvement. So like, that's 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 a, that's the way I want to go. You know, I t- want to take a step by step and get better and be solid not make those stupid mistakes anymore so um yeah I would say like a hot, hard fought day to get like six to wall, you know like like you said I was a little bit on the back I felt like my my speed was all right I was just needed that like that little step to like try and push through the got the other guys but uh, I was following a little bit too much out there
0: I'm guessing you took some time off after Latvia so how many times did you ride coming into here
7: uh yeah, I didn't ride that much coming into here. Uh got back on the bike on on Monday. So obviously <laughs> like it's not when you look back at it, it's not because I'm missing that much yeah. bike time. It's just like you're you're out of your routine and and stuff like that. It's it just for me it took a lot more out of me than I actually thought, you know. So uh just like now getting back into that race routine and uh, doing the week and stuff like that getting into the training program like just like a solid program it does way more than you actually would think
0: well yeah like you didn't miss much time like you say but it all adds up yeah. and with the heat today how intense the racing was because obviously everyone's kind of similar speed runner you must have felt it a little bit towards the end or not
7: yeah i definitely uh it was a hard day but and then like i felt like my my riding was like good and mistake free so i didn't spend like any extra energy which was good and uh was able, like i think like fifth six and seven we were really close yeah. there and then or like fourth also yeah. so like how that was was kind of good i just need that that little extra push and hopefully that will come with some more bike time um, the bike is working really awesome and i felt like it was a fun track out there today like i felt like a lot of guys were fast but it was a fun track i would say really cool
0: I don't really feel like results maybe mean that much over these three races for you maybe the most important thing is get through all three without any mistakes without banging yourself up more build on each round that's more bike time you'll get fitter you'll get back into the swing of things and then come Mantua that's when you'll be back to yourself and then that's when you can go okay I want podiums and wins
7: yeah exactly you hit that pretty spot on like now it's I just wanted to get through these ones and get the experience get the intensity of the racing back and then, yeah, obviously, we got uh, like a couple of days off before, or a weekend off before Mantua. And then I can, that's a track that I really yeah. like, come back prepared for that one. And yeah, the last thing I, I need here, I don't, don't really want to jinx myself, <laughs> but like the last <laughs> thing I want to do is put myself on the ground again. So uh, uh, I'm pretty much out of the, the whole championship, yeah. I would say, but you know, like I'm back into the top 10, so pumped with that.
0: <laughs> do you reckon your height? hurts you around this track obviously i don't think it's that much of a problem places like kegams but the Al girts they are really light and really short compared to you so do you think it makes more of a difference around here
7: that's difficult to say but like in general like ruts and stuff is i uh, got some pretty long legs to deal with <laughs> there like but uh, i can't also go into it that much because like what am i gonna do like I can sit there and be angry about it and me being tall and stuff like that but it's just how it is and uh i gotta think about myself about uh being better stuff like that but i i feel like once i get like the intensity on the first couple of laps then like being able to go with the guys yeah. in, the, in, the, in the first place then i got like the fitness to stay with those guys so uh yeah maybe i got a bit of a disadvantage on the hot pack and the deep ruts but then in the sand i'll be able to hang off the back of the bike
0: more and stuff like that Conrad News, MXGP of Italy, obviously the last Latvia race was a great one, uh, really good. The biggest question was whether that momentum was going to come into here and it looks like it did because maybe rode even better than there and I'd say that that track suits you more than this. So all in all, a really good day, shame about the second moto, but there's still positives to take from that.
8: Yeah, definitely, you know, um, for me Latvia was a step in the right direction um, and I feel like this weekend we've took another step again. Um, bit inconsistent with obviously the motor finishes but there weren't a lot I could do with the second one. Um straight away when I got on track I felt good. I've been riding these kind of conditions um for the last couple of weeks that we've had off. Um and yeah it was just nice to get nice to get back on some hard parts, some technical riding and um get a race going on you know. Obviously the sand riding is good, I love sand and things like that, but sometimes it's nice to get in a bit of technical track. So but overall it was um it was a solid weekend for me, you know the first race was uh was very good um, there was a lot of racing going on, a lot of battling and um, yeah it came down to the wire so I wasn't very far off second to be honest so that was a good race and then the second one um, I got an okay start, pushed through well um, and then I tried to go, um, tried to make the pass on two guys out there um, to go into sixth I think it was okay. or seventh and um, they just put water down in between the motos and I tucked the front end So, but like I said I couldn't i tried you know what i mean so it's um for me it was uh it was a solid weekend and the team were happy and even the second moto like the result wasn't there but you can't knock me for trying so and um and that's all it's down to they asked for 100 and i gave it and and that's where we ended up
0: uh fair to say that first moto was the most intense race you've ever done
8: yeah that was gnarly that was um with the heat here as well and it, it like everyone was tiring and then there was us three just still going at it like even down to the last corner of the last finish jump like we were neck and neck and it, there was just no break whatsoever every single lap there was there was someone either on you or you were trying to pass someone so it was, uh, it was a very intense race but that's probably the most fun I've had in a race in a long time
0: even that must have done like something for you like Vial's the, like, the leading the championship maybe the best rider in this class and you were as fast as him for 30 minutes maybe faster I'd say at points he was definitely holding you up like, that's got to be a bit like, huh? not only have I got that speed, I can also go it for the entire race. Like, that's good to know moving forward.
8: Yeah, definitely. I got a lot of confidence from that race. Um, like you said, there was times where I thought, oh, if I could just get past these two, I feel like I could have gone again, so... But don't get me wrong, them boys every single lap are, are banging out crazy lap times. so... But, like, it was a great race, and, um, yeah, like I said, they didn't drop me. I, I made a little mistake, dropped back, and then I was straight back on them, so... There was definitely points on the track where I felt like I was faster, um, but just couldn't make the pass. And, and that, was, that was it, really. But it was a hell of a battle, and um, yeah, hopefully, there's many more to come.
0: I don't really know how to put this, but basically, when I watch you today, you just look different. Like, it looks like you're oozing confidence. Like, coming down the hills, you put the bike wherever you want it. Like, if you come down the inside and there's a back marker there, you switch to the outside, no problem, and rail that. Do you feel that when you're riding? Like, does it feel like everything's clicking at the moment you can put the bike wherever you want it and almost like you can do no wrong
8: yeah do you know what to be honest like I was chatting with my um with my dad about it and my trainer Stephen Sword um and that was probably one of the best I've rode in a race ever that first one um just purely because that was more like the way I practice and that was how I felt like I was doing things that not many people were doing I was launching so far down the hills and I just felt so confident, and and that was what that was what showed. You know, like I felt like when I'm not confident, I kind of stick to the same lines and yeah. and don't don't explore the track. But then I could I could go um, I could go wherever the, on like, I wanted on the track, and um, I felt like it paid off. And like you said, it was just purely a confidence thing. And I, I fight I fought through on the starts, which was good. I didn't I didn't hold back, so overall it was um it was a great weekend and like i said we ain't got long to wait now until wednesday so it'll be nice to turn it around and hopefully get two solid motors in
0: uh, yeah last thing these triple headers i feel like are working perfectly for you because it'd be a bit of a pain in the ass if you had to wait till next sunday but you can carry this right into wednesday and just keep the ball rolling
8: yeah exactly and whilst um um yeah whilst it's going well i want to keep at it and um keep training hard i mean there's not a lot we do in between the in between the days we we rest the day and then do a bit of training and things like that and just recover as much as possible so Wednesday will be another hard day but hopefully it will be another step in the right direction.